0: Double E, Elevating Entrepreneurs, Built Local, Elevating You Through Empowerment and Education. All right, so just want to come to you, Lord, today, me and Audrey, to come together as strong women entrepreneurs to empower other strong women entrepreneurs and other just entrepreneurs in general that all the words that we share today on this platform in this podcast lord that is to glorify you and for your kingdom and that we are just vessels and we're just trying to help others be more successful in their chosen fields so they can impact more people around them we just pray for a hedge of protection around ourselves and around this podcast today, um, and that you just get lifted up from it and that we have a great conversation. It's in your mighty name I pray, amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, for I sure. love that, I sure. love it. Awesome, well hey guys, welcome to Double E by Elizabeth Marie. I have Audrey Dollins with us today. Thank you so uh, much for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. She is the owner and founder of AD Media Group. And she has phenomenal experience being a photographer since 2011. Yes. Which is incredible. Yes. Um, And then she helps people with branding and strategies and knows all about KPIs and... All sorts of cool stuff. So do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yes. Thank Again, thank you so much for yeah. having me. And um, I'm just so excited um, <laughs> to help share my journey and then help others with what I've experienced. But I have been fortunate enough to be a photographer since 2011. It's amazing. I've always loved creating mm-hmm. um, since I was younger. I loved fashion. Um, mm-hmm. I would always, I'd have the wind-up cameras. <laughs> yes. um, I don't know if you're old enough yes, to I know am. what those are. I am. I um, but like the Up cameras, and I used to dress up my dog um, in like different um, hats that I had, and would take his picture. Cute. So I always loved doing that. And then 2011, um, I wanted to go get a family photo for my new Mm -hmm. fireplace. Mm -hmm. And when I found out how much a photo session cost by an individual, (laughs) um, I was like, "Whoa! I'm going to learn how to do this myself." And it literally Mm -hmm. just... fired me up and I wanted to create content for my mm-hmm. children and mm-hmm. I wanted that beautiful photo for my fireplace. Mm-hmm. and I was like, just got really inspired mm-hmm. by it. Yeah. And then a few years into photographing weddings and families, I've always just had that entrepreneurial spirit. It, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be just a photographer. I knew it could lead me to something else, something mm-hmm. bigger. I just wasn't sure mm-hmm. what that was. Mm-hmm. And um, I was photographing a wedding, and a makeup artist asked me if I would create content for their blog. <laughs> and I was That's like, awesome. how much money do you get paid to create yeah. content for a
0: blog? <laughs> right.
1: And it just opened up the influ- the window for me to get to know influencers, mm. what all that looked like, what creating content Um, because it began to be a huge thing, and this was seven years ago, six, Mm. seven years ago, and so what they call the OG bloggers now, (laughs) I was back creating content with them, Mm -hmm. um, and now it has formed into this massive industry of, you know, content creators, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of the things, and uh, I started um, learning, helping, and creating content for these creators, and then I saw a need um, mm. that they can't do it all. And as no. business owners, mm-hmm. you can't do it all. And so the joke always is, is, <laughs> um, I wish I could clone myself. Yeah. <laughs> and how can you make money without you physically having to be there? Right. And so I was like, how can mm. I create a company to be an asset to these people that need to create nonstop content, mm-hmm. that need to market, that need to create marketing assets, but do like does not want to be at their computer twenty four oh, seven, yeah. mm-hmm. and that that has families. Like a lot of our clients have families. Um, you know they want to go on vacation. Well, when you go on vacation and you work for yourself, your sales plummet. So mm-hmm. how can we make revenue for these clients that? actually want to be on the beach without creating content on the beach, you (laughs) know, like, um, and obviously it's great, right? They can be on the beach and show a story, Mm. but all the questions that follow with it, um, people that want to shop their, You know, their Mm -hmm. children's outfits that are on the beach, their husband's outfits, Mm -hmm. all of those things. So we generate assets for the creators Mm -hmm. to continue to go on a vacation or, you know, businesses and still create those marketing assets that Mm -hmm. they still generate revenue without having to design Mm -hmm. all the things. That's amazing. And we have grown. We officially, I would say... The idea started in 2020, just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. um, and then became, in Texas, we had the ice storm. Yes, yes, I started getting clients during that ice storm. Um, three, to be exact, over that ice period. Mm. Um, I was so grateful for that week of being iced in <laughs> because I was able to um, generate three new clients. Um, and then 2023, I had no idea that we would not only be content creators and having our own photographers in house, but we, I can't even keep track of how many employees we have. We have eight, mm-hmm.
0: nine,
1: eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, that's amazing. So, um, and we, we keep adding um, mm-hmm. just to, with the demand. And I'm just so excited of not just our team, but what we are providing mm-hmm. the brands and businesses and influencers. Um, Cause these they are entrepreneurs, they are business owners, um, the help that we're providing them. And so many times they're like, you said I would have an aha moment. I had mine. Like I'm literally waking up on a Saturday morning, you know, watching my kids play as I'm drinking my coffee. Mm. I never used to be able to do that. Yeah. And so it feels so good to provide uh. a service that they can do what they love, still generate mm-hmm. revenue. Like the ultimate goal is for entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. without having to be there.
0: Yes. I think that's amazing. And you take so much off people's plates. Like as an entrepreneur myself, I understand like how hard the balance is, right? To just like focus on your business, focus on your life and keep things running. So you guys really created a solution to a problem uh, that exists, you know, and we're able to to create, um, you specifically, a successful business out of it, which I think is awesome. And I think there's a lot of people listening in that would love to get some tips from you. Yes. Um, What are some common mistakes that you see people make as they're doing their business, and how can they avoid them?
1: Um, I think... um you know, and I, I spoke to a physician a few weeks ago and we kind of take pride that we put others first. Mm -hmm. And this is not a bad thing. I Mm -hmm. put so many people first before myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've learned to put, and I created a blog post about this, but I've learned to, there's a couple of things. Um, first it's our mental state, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we have to get our mental state in check and I call it Mm -hmm. Um, putting on our oxygen mask. And (laughs) so like, you know, when you get on the airplane and Mm -hmm. the flight um, attendant will tell you before you can help others, you need to put on your oxygen mask. Yes. That's the number one thing I would say. If you're not feeling what, no matter the part of your business, whether it's your social media feed, whether it's your email, whether it's a newsletter, whether it's Mm -hmm. being on a podcast, Mm -hmm. being, if you are not where you feel it's up to par, you need to pause, put on your oxygen mask And sketch out some time to work on you Mm. so you can be the better person for someone else. Mm -hmm. I also call it cleaning your sock drawer. (laughs) So I have kids that, like, steal my socks. Um, And so you know that when you're rushing to, like, get out the door and you can't find a sock or you can't find that blouse Mm -hmm. or it -hmm. kind of your morning gets rumbled? Mm -hmm. Put a pause. Mm -hmm. Clean your sock drawer. Get organized Mm -hmm. so when those busy days happen and you do maybe catch a little bit more Z's Mm -hmm. than you allotted Mm -hmm. for, Mm -hmm. that you're prepped and ready. Mm -hmm. Um, Just do the little things. Put your oxygen mask on and then approach it. Don't Mm -hmm. try to help everybody and then put yourself at the end of the day because at the end of the day, you're going to say, eh, I'll push that off. Mm -hmm. So you really, as an entrepreneur, need to put yourself first before Mm -hmm. approaching anyone else.
0: That's very wise advice. What are some things that you do that help you put you first?
1: <laughs> um, I do make sure that I give, being confident in my team and giving mm-hmm. space of I will work outside of the office and give me my time to have clear mind mm-hmm. to, to focus. I do think it's important, and I love this about our company, that we do have a home office. Mm-hmm. We don't work from home. We work from an office. Mm-hmm. Um, but I give myself space to allow my team to work. And then I also do my best to set um, boundaries. I do not work on Saturdays and Sundays. That's great. I don't do (laughs) it. As a photographer, um, I worked Saturdays and Sundays as Uh, other businesses we have owned. um, I have given my weekends, my nights uh, for other families, for other people. And now with this industry and my career, as there are times I will secretly work mm-hmm. on Saturday and so There are times I do it because there are big events that I do want to make sure that we are relevant and, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. on top of things. Of course. However, I always say this, if I do not work on the weekends, you don't want me to because I'm giving all of that time for my family. And if you call me and I am in the middle of a family event, whether that's with my daughter's softball game Mm -hmm. or with my son and we're watching sports Mm -hmm. because you will find us watching sports or with my family, I am not going to give you a hundred percent business advice Mm -hmm. because my head is not in it. Right. You don't want me to work on Saturday. You don't want to (laughs) call me. You don't want to text me on a Saturday because you are not going to get the best answer. And Mm -hmm. I want my clients to get the best answer. And you're going to get it from this time to this time. It's not just to protect me. It's to help you, you know, to help our clients. Right. So those boundaries don't don't structure your business for someone else's life. Like
0: mm-hmm. you have to
1: structure your business where you mm-hmm. can perform at 100%. Mm-hmm. And when you perform at 100%, they will follow.
0: Yeah, that is such a good a good talk right there. And um, I know for me I've learned that leadership is spelled E X A M P L E. And it's just awesome that you're that for your for your employees, and for your clients, and that you follow the advice that you give. Um, and I it's think.
1: hard. Give yourself grace because yeah. it's, they're not easy conversations <laughs> to tell a client, I'm sorry, I'm unavailable. Uh-huh. My ent- our entrepreneurial go-getter hearts wants to say yes. yes. <laughs> we want to say yes because this means the next big thing. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, that... It's, it's not going to give the 100% of you. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said that. Like, mm-hmm. we are the example. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm a huge sports <laughs> fan. And it does reflect on the leader, the coach, the, mm-hmm. the person. I look at myself as a coach. Am I saying the right positive words to my team, to my client, to elevate them to go to the next level? That their time mm-hmm. is worth something. Um, and if I'm not a good example, I can't tell someone to set boundaries if I'm
0: not setting them for mm-hmm. myself. Right. What are some things that have helped you set boundaries?
1: My husband, um, he is <laughs> and if he's watching this. He always like, told you. Um, my husband is a real, like, identifying the, the person, the happy me. And it is that told you, that someone in your life, that is willing to tell you the hard stuff. Um, He is that for me. Uh, My kids are that for me. But my husband is... And if you find someone... Don't just find someone in your life. Sorry, I'm like a hand-talker. No, I love it. I love it. Don't find someone in your life. I mean, I love yes people. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Especially when they're bringing, like, chips and salsa. Yes. (laughs) But, um... And the guac, too. Yes. Just keep it coming. But, um... I think finding someone in your circle that's not afraid to call you out and just be Mm -hmm. like, hey, we, we need you here. Mm -hmm. And that's who helps me set those boundaries of identifying like, oh, that's not the best to me, but this is the best to me. Mm -hmm. There is, you know, you mentioned balance that doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. He helped me realize that. I think we beat ourselves up Mm -hmm. because like we want to find balance that doesn't, mm. that does not exist. What, what your balance looks like last week is mm-hmm. not what balance looks like this week. Right. And when you get okay with that, then mm. it gets a little bit easier mm-hmm. and it's, it's giving yourself grace and having someone that kind of helps you do that. Do that. Sometimes yeah. I don't give
0: myself grace Yeah. and, and he does. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's so good um, is having a healthy relationship and just healthier relationships in general, Um, You know, there's a book as well called Boundaries. It's a really good book. (laughs) I highly recommend it. And um, it just allows you to figure out how to set the boundaries between yourself, yourself and others and yourself and business partners, and it really just kind of breaks it down about how to set those boundaries and how to say no. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's another book called The Best Yes, and it talks about saying the best yes. Have you read it before? Yes. Yeah, about like ignoring certain things and then saying yes to the the perfect yes or the right yes so that you're not overstretched. Um, The author herself of The Best Yes, she um, said yes so much that she didn't have the ability to, you know, have the balance to carry out her business and her life until she learned to say the best yes. And I just feel like we really need to reiterate that for the audience because as entrepreneurs, we want to do everything. We do. And we want to say yes to everything, but that's not realistic. You know, we're one person or we have a team and there's only so much capacity. Um, And so I think it's really important that you do focus on what you can control and what's within your limits without overstretching yourself and that you have those proper boundaries. So you can be the best for your clients that you do have.
1: I, I agree. And the tangible step I would say for this, cause I promised you, I, to get, <laughs> yes. I, I want to give those things that people can implement within yeah, their business absolutely. is another way of creating those boundaries is when we learn from our clients of a situation that occurred that they wish this outcome would have happened, and if our team mm-hmm. um, would have approached it this way or that way, um, we then generate and update our policies at certain times without um, the year, mm-hmm. mainly at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So you kind of reflect on, oh, we wanted, you know, much more attendance at this event. Yeah. So how could we approach that differently? Mm-hmm. And then what if we gave, um, you know, twenty free tickets away? our policy could change at that point because we didn't gain mm-hmm. with those tr- 20 free tickets. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to offer that or we're not going to offer this service. Mm-hmm. Um, so we reflect on the past and then create boundaries, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, when we talk to a client or whether how we set up a campaign or a brief. And then that will reflect on our policies mm-hmm. um, within what the services we offer. Uh-huh. So creating policies within your business mm-hmm. and sticking to those policies mm-hmm. Those will create boundaries.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't,
1: so for instance, a real good example, we don't give away raw files. I don't care mm-hmm. who it is. It could be Vogue itself. I mean, if it's Vogue, <laughs> but like um, we, we do not give away raw files because that means that we're giving up our right of anything with uh, mm-hmm. imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot stray off of that because what if it comes back to... You gave so-and-so their raw file, but you didn't give me one, and we didn't uh-huh. know that they were friends. Uh-huh. So setting those boundaries of what you learn from each client that you work with, uh-huh. um, that really helps uh-huh. in the long run too. Uh-huh. And that, and we implement those in our policies. So when you you know, create a link that's like, these are our policies. Uh-huh. The, bad, the, the hard work is done. Uh-huh. If you refer to our policies, uh-huh. you're not having to confront someone uh-huh. continuously uh-huh. where it makes that awkward Right situation. It's like this is we, this is the best success we've had doing these procedures. Mm-hmm. So yeah. definitely put awesome. time into that.
0: Yes, I think that's those are some phenomenal tips. So when people um, start to work with you, what are some things that you look at?
1: Um, I look at their consistency um, across all platforms. Okay. So the first thing I do um, is I look at their website. I look at their their online presence and it and its trail. Mm-hmm. Um I like to get educated. I like to see where they've put time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um if I I kind of not that I wouldn't work with someone, but it would be like the level on how I approach them. Okay. Um again, I am content. Some people say content is king. I say content is queen. <laughs> oh, um, so <laughs> um is there content? Because a great marketing strategy um, would be content. And if that, that's not there, that's mm-hmm. kind of what would be the first thing that we would discuss.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but if there's talking on the phone, if they can identify what they need, um, mm-hmm. I always like to talk on the phone, or I like to Zoom, or I mm-hmm. like to meet people in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of look at their online trail and what they've put out there uh, to approach of what they need. I don't feel ever that there's not anyone we will not work with um, that doesn't, like if they have the drive, mm-hmm. we'll help you get at whatever goal you want to meet.
0: Mm, I love that. That's awesome. And I think having drive and being an entrepreneur in and of itself is so vital for your business success. Um, and you have to be, your clients have to be willing to get the help that you're giving them for them to receive and them to grow and them to evolve as a company. Um, What are um, some of the top tips that you've seen that really help people grow their social media presence and some things that they can implement today?
1: Yes. So today it's very hard, correct? I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many things Mm -hmm. that we approach every single day with TikTok, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook. Do not give up Facebook. Don't Mm -hmm. do it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's still there. It is still there. It's still there. (laughs) Pinterest, YouTube Shorts. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a new app that's kind of getting some hype which is called Lemon Eight. Lemon Eight. That's what you're posting for. Yes,
0: that's what
1: that that is. There's a new app, it's trying to kind of give a platform Mm -hmm. to alter the TikTok circumstances. Okay. Um, but the first thing I would say is creating a content calendar Mm -hmm. of knowing and creating content. Um investing in a photography and videography session once a month. Um, and then creating your content in between. It can be high end content. Um, I would say a minimum per quarter. So depending on the business industry that you're in, it could be any industry. If you sell ice cream, if you sell insurance, if you, you know, at minimum once a quarter, you need to have high end content. Mm-hmm. And then in between there, you need to create your own content. Okay. You can do that through, um, and then but what I would really recommend is at least once a month working with someone that can create content. They do not have to be, like, the most professional, most expensive. They can just be someone that helps you do it, like, photographs for you on your own camera, but it's not you trying to do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Give, delegate a little bit of that content creation to get more ideas from people. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, create it with your cell phone. You know, yeah. all the, you know, talk with like people. Like we are now. Yeah, create it with your <laughs> cell phone. and yes. um, Everything in between, but do a little bit of mix-up. Mm-hmm. Create a content calendar for, and here's what I advise everyone, mm-hmm. for the whole year, per quarter, mm-hmm. per month, per week. We already know the holidays that come yep. up. That's a given. Mm-hmm. There are so many national holidays. It's like <laughs> National Pizza Day, <laughs> National <fun>. Pie Day. <laughs> hey, I want to celebrate that one. <laughs> yes, I'm like I and Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Yes, so there's that's a lot true. of fun things that are already yeah. exist in your content calendar. When you get a content calendar that focuses on your niche in your industry, um, and kind of fill that in with the fun stuff and the the. The services you offer, the problems you s- solve with those services mm-hmm. and mix it up with the fun stuff, you'll be so far ahead and then creating that content, your marketing strategy and what you post is going to come so much more easy mm-hmm. and then you need to spread that content out all over all mm-hmm. of those platforms we said. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. That's why I created a media group. It is a lot for someone mm-hmm. that is wanting to make a change. It is a lot. If you want to make an impact, you have to show up. I have released in a newsletter this week um, the, how to, um, manage the new Instagram algorithm. Is it, mm. is it algorithm? I always going yes. <laughs> to say a
0: logarithm. Not even said, said it. You said it right I now. always question <laughs> myself. So, um, the,
1: the Instagram al- algorithm mm-hmm. and what it once was, it's not it now. Mm-hmm. They want you to create reels in the app. They want you to use their templates. They mm-hmm. don't want you to use anything to design it outside the app. Mm-hmm. They want you to post um, every single day, mm-hmm. um, they want you to use, um, stories. They want you to post in the morning, at lunch and in the evening. They want you to only use three to five hashtags, not a million hashtags. Yeah. You know, like there's so many things That's that they, a good one for yeah, me. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I used, used to be
0: please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was, and that mm-hmm. did work. Now it, now no. not so much, mm-hmm. um, they want you to, uh, do not, ghost do not post and ghost so like if you post something and someone's commenting they want you to comment as back as soon as you can um so there's a lot of changes that you know so many companies are creating apps to go in with it but they want you to be live they want you to be really engaged so how do you do that it's very tough um, because you also, on top of your marketing strategy, you got to run the actual business and the service you're offering, mm-hmm. and so that's where we came in. That's where I felt like there I could spend all day posting on all of those social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So how can we help? And uh, we do that you know, from Pinterest to YouTube to mm-hmm. to everything. That's amazing. Yes,
0: and you just take such a weight off of people because. They want to be building their business for what their business does, not having to promote it. And yes. so you take that promotion piece out for them so they can really leverage their time and their skill set to have the most effective business. Yes. Um, so I think that's awesome. So when you are accepting new clients and you're looking for someone to work with, what are the most vital things that people need to have organized for you?
1: Um, they need to know their goals. They want... They need to understand that this is very pertinent. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How many hearts and likes and comments you get, Mm -hmm. we don't care. We want to know the dollar signs. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, yes, your Instagram feed may be dipping, but is your bank and your bookings going up Mm -hmm. because I don't get the likes and comments like I used to, Mm -hmm. but I don't make the money like I used to (laughs) like our the money has increased. That's great. So that's our main concern. Mm -hmm. You need to put that out of your mind. Mm -hmm. It's the consistency. We do not control the algorithm. Did I just say it right? Yep. Oh my gosh, I'm always gonna (laughs) we do not control the algorithm but we control what we put out there. Mm. And so as long as you're staying consistent for your ideal client, your ideal will I I will take ten likes and have one to five to 15 million uh, ideal clients that aren't aren't commenting Mm -hmm. so if I get 5,000 likes but I get five new clients Mm -hmm. I don't care like I do not care give me 10 likes and give me five new clients I don't care what that number is I care Mm -hmm. what the number is in my client's bank account and what we're doing now Mm -hmm. does it matter in the industry we're in yes they want to verify that our audience is engaging it is important but at the end of the day, did you sell out of the service? Are you getting bookings? If that's happening, then your marketing strategy is working. Mm-hmm. We're analytically driven and founded on analytics. Oh, cool. Um, so we look at our clients' analytics. Mm-hmm. If not, I mean, we pretty much look at them every day. But mm-hmm. we generate this huge analytic um, sheet that we deliver to our clients every Monday of the previous week, at the end of the month, and the full year. They grow exponentially because we are so consistent with generating content, posting, whether it's posting, whether it's newsletters, whether it's blogs, um, whether it's brands and collaborations. They are constantly growing. Mm. Um, So if they get a 1,000 likes, I couldn't tell you, but I know that they're making money. Mm. That's what I care about. So that's what we look at if their head is in the right space and we Mm -hmm. direct them to the right space. Mm -hmm. And then – That they know that that they have to create content. (laughs) I will always go back to content, Um, and that they're willing to. If you want to work with us, you got to put in the work because Mm. for us to get you there, you kind of got to get ahead. So that's what we look at, um, and kind of get their mind mind frame right. They are not a number. Mm. Um, Mm. They have to value. You know, don't put everything into the
0: algorithm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That they make a difference. Their ma- their business matters. Yes. yes. So yes. that is so awesome. Um, so you were talking a little bit about um, just being willing to work with you too, being open. Um, what are some tips that you have to people that have never worked with somebody like you, never worked with an agency before, in terms of the mindset they should have going into it? Um, what should they be thinking and how... What, do they, what are their expectations and um, thought processes? And what's the most effective uh, thought process to have when going into a partnership with you?
1: So I think about this a lot because I will say this often. When you come to a company like ours, you're basically taking your baby and putting it in our hands. And it's not just, you know, an actual baby, but it's the food that you, it's the money that you put on the table to feed your children and your husband and your family um, and your wives. Um, But it's, it's taking their baby that they built Mm -hmm. and putting in your hands and they have to, to be ready to let go, Mm -hmm. letting go of their business and letting go Um, I think it's the hardest part. It's like, no, we aren't going to do things exactly like you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the font, we're going to follow your fonts. Hopefully you chose those. But whether it's designing something, wording something, um, it won't be exactly like you. We will take, you know, we will get to know you to take... Take everything that you're saying about yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's letting go of those details that only you notice. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. I will notice things on a photo or mm-hmm. a marketing strategy that absolutely no one would notice. Mm-hmm. And if you focus on details that at the end of the day do not matter, you are your own detriment. Like, mm-hmm. your money will be wasted. You're you're going to be focusing on something that at the end of the day does not bring you money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, being... Being able to let go, mm-hmm. and then um, understanding delegation. So when you mm. delegate these tasks, it allows mm. you to free up time. So when mm. I tell my clients, I actually kind of push them a little more. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna, you're gonna delegate these tasks to my team. I'm not going to let them just sit idle. That doesn't mean you mm-hmm. just go read a book yeah. and your job's not done. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? What's mm-hmm. the next level up you want to get to? Because at the end of the day, we can be back here working all day long, but if you're not working to the next step, mm-hmm. you aren't going to move. Because you're delegating mm-hmm. tasks, but now it's the time to level up. What Can you create more content? Can you have more meetings? Can mm-hmm. you you know, really add to your brand mm-hmm. of the time we're freeing up? So, understanding delegation is key. Letting go is key. Um, and it's hard to let go. It is hard to let it's go. It's hard. Control. Yes. Yeah. I have a team, and I'm like, you know, hop in my email. Ooh, <laughs> they're in my email. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, they're in my email. And oh, maybe you should have worded it like this to yeah. the client. The client still responds mm-hmm. just like they would have with me because we've built, you know, we've built that um, relationship. Mm-hmm. And everything is just fine. Everything yeah. is just fine. Um, so it's learning to let go, delegating, and not being afraid to tell someone mm-hmm. what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like That's a good one. Yes, no, already mm-hmm. know what colors you like, what things you mm-hmm. don't like. Mm-hmm. Like as simple as foods and colors and mm-hmm. um goals. If you don't tell someone what you want, they will not know, and they mm-hmm. will fail you every time. Every time mm-hmm. you have to take the time and write it out, verbalize it, mm-hmm. and tell them what you want.
0: Mm-hmm. Confidently. That's so good. And how do I get there? Because if mm-hmm. we don't know, we're, we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so, out of the different social medias, where do you see the most traction often when people get consistent?
1: You know, it's funny because we work with a lot of amazing clients. And we still have some amazing progress on Facebook. That's why I said Mm. don't give Facebook up. I often hear um, that our Facebook clients are matching revenue with clients that are are, have millions of followers on TikTok.
0: Mm. Um,
1: So I think that you know, Instagram's a tough one. We were growing and then we paused and you know, <laughs> but I think it's very it's very much still valuable. Um I think LinkedIn is that LinkedIn and Pinterest I think are like powerhouses um that are, you know, untapped in that I think people need to be more consistent there. Mm. Um, but growth all of all around on the continuous um, content being shared on all the platforms, but I think where we see um, growth is when people are increasing their revenue. So okay. um, I can I can honestly tell you that anybody that has worked for us, not for us, with us, um, their their numbers go up across the board. When we do, all we see is green. All we see is green. And if there's any dips, it's either. A vacation happened and they weren't on <laughs> stories or they you know didn't get us something or we you know something came up mm-hmm. um, if there's there's a dip it something was happening in that person's life or something did not go um, as it normally does but mm-hmm. we see green constantly which I'm very proud about that um, we can't really just you know because of clauses we can't show everybody um all of their conversion all their details but I just get so excited and so proud and what's mm-hmm. cool about my team is they love our clients so much even with me out of the equation mm-hmm. so when our clients win or my team members like just get so thrilled for them mm-hmm. and um, but yeah I mean across the board we're seeing such growth mm-hmm. but um, I think YouTube shorts is such a great one yes LinkedIn is such a great one Pinterest is that it ain't it's not going anywhere like Pinterest has been around Mm. um and we're seeing a lot of positive moves there Mm. that's good I haven't done Pinterest so
0: that's a a different one for me yes Pinterest (laughs) is a good one I probably should do that yeah (laughs) yeah that's awesome so you've done photography. Yes. You do marketing. Yes. You do it all. Um, what got you to walk us a little bit backwards into like, what got you started into being an entrepreneur and what do you think makes you a successful entrepreneur?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I was always driven. I, like I said, I loved sports and it interested me so much and I felt the passion and strength to have a team Mm -hmm. um for instance i played basketball i played softball basketball was one of those things very passionate Mm -hmm. um they just have like the women's championship (laughs) and all of that i don't know if you watched yeah Um, i love basketball very like passionate there's Mm -hmm. passionate players and all the things that happen i'm telling you when you're with a group of people for a long period of time you're not always going to love each other right like Mm -hmm. there's gonna be sticky Mm -hmm. moments of people Mm -hmm. on your team but you had one goal, and you were going to work to get to that goal. And I remember, just, and we were young ladies, um, I kind of had a, a spat with one of the girls. Mm-hmm. But then we get on that court, and it was all behind us. And we were working for the same goal, and we won, and we were headed um, to state, and all this was <laughs> happening. And um, all that went behind because we were working towards a goal. And we it just really showed me how to get over things to work for a goal it showed me the work that went into achieving that goal when no one's watching and it's not about you know the fans that are watching it it's it's you by yourself are you willing to put in that work um so I think that's what makes me a great entrepreneur and um I always watched I I was one of those kids that were was raised with hard-working parents i did i was not born in to um money i was born into hardworking um mother and father that i just watched and i knew that i wanted to provide and do things for my family and make an easy, I, don't, I say easy, that doesn't exist. <laughs> that doesn't exist. I do have to laugh but, at that. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> easy does not exist. As it's an not, entrepreneur, it doesn't exist. No, but I wanted to create a life. And I wanted to, you know, Less they talk about generational, maybe. you know, freedom. You uh-huh. wanted to create freedom uh-huh. and have choices. I say that, but then again, like you said, it's not easy. It's, uh-uh. You don't have freedom. Uh-huh. But you can make choices. And I was always that spicy, like, Athlete. I I don't look like it now, but I was always that spicy athlete. That I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to create Uh something, and I went. You know, I've tried many things, um, but I just was great at understanding, grasping, and learning, and Uh all of that, and. Um, I wanted the freedom to create a company and a lifestyle for my family my children mm-hmm. um, that did not look like what I saw my parents working so hard for. Right. It's very misunderstood at times. Mm-hmm. It's very misunderstood. But I was so blessed that I got to raise my children and be a stay-at-home mom for so many years. Mm-hmm. And when my kids got older... I had the passion to be a photographer and I would make them snacks and they would go with me to Uh photo shoots Uh where there's a will,
0: there's a way. Amen. So I I think
1: just being an athlete as a younger child and then um, just kind of learning from the surroundings and upbringing and I was like, I'm going to go for this. Mm. What what could happen? Uh (laughs) Yeah. And so many things have. So many things have.
0: What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned as an entrepreneur so far?
1: That again, it's not easy. Uh I think that um, you have to put in the time to create, to develop, and learn those boundaries that we talked Uh about. Uh There were moments that I did leave my kids and my husband behind when there were big events. Uh Um, There were moments that, at a huge, gorgeous wedding that I'm getting paid thousands, thousands of dollars to photograph, Uh my heart was breaking inside because I was missing a softball game or a baseball game Uh or a family event. and I think just knowing your direction and putting in that time and knowing um that that is, that means something and creating mm-hmm. that you're not going to be successful right away or whatever success mm-hmm. looks like, but you're not you can't start and expect to be mm-hmm. you know top dog in the industry <laughs> you know like you have to put years in this mm-hmm. is an eleven year career this is not mm-hmm. something i've you know what do they say? Like it took eleven years, yeah, for an overnight success. success. Yes, like <laughs> it it doesn't happen. And there's still goals I want to meet. Mm-hmm. And so as an entrepreneur, I always just think like goals and success is a mm-hmm. living, breathing thing. It's not like you hit it and you're like, oh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, Yeah, I think the sacrifices and my, you know, my kids uh, Mm -hmm. and my husband and the time. And there's still times that I'm like, woo! I stay at the office till 9 p.m. (laughs) That still happens. I wake up and get at the office at, the other day it was, you know, 4.35 a.m. that I got to the office. Because I wanted to structure things and get Mm -hmm. things going for Mm -hmm. our team. Mm -hmm. So putting in the the time, Mm -hmm. it's going to, you know... Look at the look at the largest entrepreneurs in the world, they're mm. still working. Mm-hmm. I think that was one thing I had to overcome. Mm. Success equals more.
0: Yes, right. So to, to much is given, much is required. Yes. Yes. And so yes. look at
1: look at them, but it's a part. It's like ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. It's, we like it. It is. Yeah.
0: You have to really love your job. Mm -hmm. You have to. And I do. I do. That's awesome. And I
1: love helping people. Love it.
0: Me too. That's amazing. So you have worked with some pretty prominent people and been interviewed. and I know Kendra Scott is one of the people that you've worked with. Yeah. Um, I got to
1: photograph an event a that's couple of so times. Cool. And she's an amazing entrepreneur and yeah. is kind and her philanthropy is amazing. And photographing her her events, um, it was it was fantastic.
0: That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. What did you learn from her?
1: Um, her just You know, I feel like sometimes as entrepreneurs, we're like, busy, busy, go, go, go. You know, like it's like, go, go, you got to go. She was so present, so present. And, you know, if you educate Mm yourselves on others' backgrounds and entrepreneurs' backgrounds, it's an overcoming of where you are and where you grew up. And uh, when she was there on a couple events that I got to photograph and work with her on, um, the time she took with each person it's like she slowed down and she spoke and she listened and her heart, she was present. Mm -hmm. And I think like, oh, that was amazing. And Mm -hmm. uh, the confidence that she spoke to everyone, it was just Mm -hmm. really good just Mm -hmm. to see her kindness and just as if she's sitting here right with you and I, like Mm -hmm. just so approachable. That's awesome. And I think that's key, be approachable, listen, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: accept people and where they're at and all of the good things but she was mm-hmm. she was pretty neat
0: that's awesome yeah. and then you've been featured on some pretty big articles yeah um, do you want to talk to us a little bit about that yeah so
1: well let's highlight talk, some of them I was gonna say <laughs> I actually was you know I was laughing because we were talking about a book a friend okay. of mine a client of mine wrote a book
0: oh that's amazing she wrote a
1: book and I always used to tease her I, she said, my goal is to write a book. And I said, well, my goal is to photograph the cover of that book.
0: Oh. Well, it
1: happened. <laughs> That's so So cool. it happened. And so she told me her goal. Mm-hmm. I told her mine. But my photos were all through the book. Mm-hmm. And we went on a live um, one day, and we were doing lives where I got to interview and talk to my clients because I take a lot of photos, but mm-hmm. I didn't get to, like don't get to introduce them to our audience very often. Mm-hmm. And when we went on the live, she, she dedicated um, in the dedications part of the book to me. Well, like the book. I was oh, in the dedication. And so, of course, I'm like sobbing. um, uh, Because a lot of times photographers, you know, we're behind the scenes. We help. We create. But we don't take that light. Yeah, I'm great with standing behind. Uh-huh. So to get that, it really meant a lot to me. And then a lot of things... Um, you know a lot of content has been on the today show d magazine that was with kendra scott Mm. um i get to work with an amazing local company here in frisco ibb designs they put out a magazine Mm. our content is always in there we get to photograph with them so to me i think that's like a little part of my heart through that content that Mm. um we get to work with these amazing people and they're such bis- amazing business people. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of IBB Designs, Shay, um, you know, what she balances in her team and her beautiful family, mm-hmm. I just get to take a little piece of nuggets, you mm-hmm. know, away and, and save for them. And then I get the... Their hard work is blessing me because my photo gets to follow them mm-hmm. um, on these platforms. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really amazing. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And, you know not creating content i don't get to see them all as often Uh because we're behind the scenes um, but I am blessed with the the clients we work with, and you know you don't see us you know a lot, <laughs> yeah, but it's great that we're we're helping these wonderful entrepreneurs behind the scenes to 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 reach their goals and mm-hmm. then get in magazines, so
0: yes, that's amazing, that's yeah, awesome. but it is surreal it's surreal when it happens <laughs> what, it's like what what's the coolest story you have about being an entrepreneur? Oh, the coolest story
1: um you know, I think, and I, excuse me if I get choked up, I think when I'm ready to be with my family, I can. Mm. I think reaching that it's not about the magazines, and, and, and it's hearing the stories about the clients that get to be with their families. Mm. Um Time is so fleeting, and I adore my family to be.
0: Uh, uh, sorry, no, I think that's that's so good. Hug your family it's tight. It's owning
1: it's owning your own company to to get to be with Freedom. them, and mm-hmm. you know like so blessed um with clients that are like oh you know stay at our lake house and
0: Mm. um
1: that freedom those relationships Uh that you've worked so hard for and you can say hey team i'm taking this week off (laughs) um and savoring those relationships of uh with your family because Mm. that's the most because they're your supporters you know Mm -hmm. your kids your husband Um, whether I have zero clients or 15 million, Mm -hmm. um, my, my kids and my husband are going to be proud of me no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so that's the biggest, um, success Mm -hmm. that I have is that I can be with them and provide for them. And
0: if we want to do something fun, we will. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. I love that. (laughs) So, you know, going into being an entrepreneur, there's, always challenges, setbacks, things like that. What has been the hardest thing that you've had to overcome thus far and how did you overcome it?
1: Oh goodness, I think the hardest things are growing pains. Um, When Mm -hmm. you do own a team, um, you know your company, you know the services you offer, but you are now relied on to educate those that you bring on and being Mm -hmm. that leader. I think that's the hardest part. Um, because you have to educate, and I don't, it's not. I don't like the word train. I like working with, mm-hmm. but you have to educate your team. That also matches with your client at the same time, mm-hmm. and I think investing that time with your team so they can um, really reflect the goals of your company mm-hmm. has been a challenge. Um, because you, they also have to have personal lives. They also have to have goals. Mm-hmm. They also have to have things that they feel of value. Mm-hmm. And you have to mesh that all together. So mm-hmm. I'd, I would say as an entrepreneur is growing your team, finding that person that gets it, that mm-hmm. loves your client as much as you do, mm-hmm. and then is ready to roll with it. Um, that has been the most challenging but the most rewarding. And I think mm-hmm. the most most challenging things are the most rewarding. Um, but I think that as an entrepreneur, um, when you grow a company like that, it's, um, you know, the team that you surround yourself with and surround mm-hmm. your clients with. That's, mm-hmm. been, that's been one of the things that have um, been tough. And how we overcome it or mm-hmm. roll with it is um, communication. I'm very mm-hmm. honest. We have team meetings every Monday from 8 to 12, but we do not take any any client calls, we do not make emails. It is all about our team, 8 to 12, every single Monday. And then every morning we have team meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to grow, you can never grow by yourself. There's always somebody in the back end, mm-hmm. whether it's a spouse, family, or you're growing a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so nourishing them and then, you know, really listening and, and being open as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a challenge and just learning from them and then what clients are looking for so that's that's what i would say has been the hardest Mm. um but again the most rewarding
0: yeah yeah that's so awesome so you know there's people on here that are listening that want to start a business want to scale a business so walk us through how you scaled your business to going from yourself to a team. And what important values you have in the culture of your business that make you stand apart from others?
1: Um, I want to start with standing apart from others. Okay. Um, Always be confident in who you are. There is Mm. no one like you. We've Mm. seen this, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's true. It's true. I'm confident. I am more confident in business Mm. um, than anything else in my life Mm -hmm. because... um, I know that I will. there is no one that compares to my work ethic. Absolutely mm-hmm. no one. And I know that I will put in the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I would say confidence in myself. I think I just flew my flung my ring off. I was so excited. Oh. Literally threw it in the I floor. Got, I got I'm you. like, hallelujah. It's, let's throw it's the pretty, ring. Yeah. <laughs> um, woo, I don't know why I did that. Um, confidence in yourself. Yeah. Um, knowing you are the best in the room. Mm-hmm. And um, But being okay if you didn't get the job. Because I promise... They'll come back or they'll think of you. So being Mm. confident, I'm so confident in my work ethic. And if there's something I don't know, oh, I'll know. I'll go Mm -hmm. find it. That's what I think sets me apart. Mm. Um, For someone starting out, ask me the question again.
0: Um, So when you're trying to scale your business, talk us to how you went from yourself to a team. Because I know there's people listening that want to. Yes. Oh. Oh, There we go. No, it's okay. Yes. So to to
1: scale, it it really does take, and I think that's where I was talking about, that was the hardest um, thing is scaling. So having a team, growing a team, um, being able to listen to what they need. So the reason why I knew that it was time to bring someone on was my boundaries, uh-huh. the demands of, you know, listening to... Those around me, we need a little bit more of your time, Mm -hmm, a little bit more mm -hmm. time. I think we're very fearful of like, oh my gosh, if I invest in someone, that's going to cost me a lot of money and I'm not going to make money. Mm -hmm. Wrong answer. The moment I invested in hiring a team member was the moment I started making the most money Mm -hmm. Um, because it became, uh, I was able to delegate and I was Mm -hmm. able to focus, meet, talk, Mm -hmm. be here with Mm you. mm -hmm. Um, Delegating those tasks. And so I saw that I had a little bit, um, you know, you have to financially look at your books and see, plan all of that out. Um, and I added this person and it was part-time and believe you need to be prepared for those moments. If you're a gentleman and you don't cry or if you're mm-hmm. a strong female and you don't cry, I cried in the middle of a Panera Bread parking lot. Aww. You know, um, we started out working from home, mm-hmm. um, separate and then I saw the mm. need to work together. So mm. remember when I was like boundaries uh-huh. and structures uh-huh. and all of that, that's when I was like, oh, no, I want my team to work together. There's better culture. You know, better culture. We get things done quicker. Mm. Um, so then it became client need. And the mm. more demand we got, I kind of watched everybody's like, I'm tapped out button. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. We're, we're working, you know, and I was watching the budget. And once we get to, okay, we're tapped out, then that's when I need to bring someone in. And I kind of gauge on where that is. Is that collaborations? Is that creating content? Um, so if, if Cameron's books for creating content um, started just getting so booked up, I will watch how that is and we'll bring in another photographer to assist her. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is something in our office, as far as our everyday marketing tasks, I'll, I'll bring someone depending on Mm. what we need. Um, But yeah, I mean, you kind of feel it when you're Mm. working um, and you're putting in those hours, you kind of feel like, okay, I need help. And it's Mm -hmm. very scary, very scary. Mm -hmm. But I am so glad I finally took the leap and was like, all, you know, and and there are some cases where you're like, I'll go without a paycheck to see what this does. Mm. And I never went without Hmm. and it just kept increasing so it's amazing. go for it and at the end of the day it won't be easy there will be team members that leave mm-hmm. that you can't believe left
0: mm-hmm.
1: but take each team member as a lesson learn from it don't beat yourself up over it it's okay i always say feel the sting Feel the sting of something, but then carry on, learn from it. Mm -hmm. Because you got to respect the sting. You got to respect that feeling of Mm. loss or that you Mm fail. We all say it oh, I feel like I failed. No, it's a lesson. Respect the sting because it does exist. Maybe you need to change. Maybe you need to pivot on your approaches um, and and grow from them. That's
0: awesome. That's so good. I mean, we're learning so much. I hope. Um, Yeah. Um, So what are some other tips and advice you would give for someone that's looking into entrepreneurship or they already have the business and they're wanting to have a team? What do you think makes you so successful with that besides what we've already discussed with the boundaries and being present and all that type of stuff, is there anything else that you think has really made you successful with your team? Yes. So
1: it's who you surround yourself with. And mm-hmm. if you have someone um, that's a strong, you know, leader within your, your team. Mm-hmm. So we do have um, – I call her an office manager, but she's mm-hmm. more than that. Um, not that office managers are bad, but it's like mm-hmm. she's the thing. Um, she, her strength – I always used to say, like, she's my exclamation point. Like, it's Uh me, and then she's like, you know. (laughs) And you need someone in your life that does that, Mm -hmm. that is organized and strong. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she looks after me. I look after her. I'm open to what she has to say. She's open to what I have to say. I think finding someone Mm -hmm. that will help lead your team when you're out of the office is very important. And then Mm -hmm. each person that is being brought in when you're interviewing, really, you know, explaining to them where your company's going and just really having those open communications. In fact, this Monday, we brought everybody in individually, just wanting their feedback, giving our feedback, how can we help? Um, So if you're an entrepreneur, you have to ask those hard questions that you may not want to hear. And it could be something as simple as someone saying, well, you don't provide coffee in the office it could be something as simple as that or the kind of coffee or that there is no water or something mm-hmm. like that, Like which I do. We do provide that. But, <laughs> but it could be something as simple as that or something mm-hmm. as, be as, as major as, I don't think, you know, this client and I mesh well. Um, okay, well, let's switch it up. You know, let's switch mm-hmm. it up, which all of our team members mesh well with our clients. Mm-hmm. Or there may be a moment that the client's like, hey, you know, I really liked how so-and-so did this. You got to be... Able to take off your personal hat and get the job done. Mm. Um, But also present it to your team member like, we think you will be successful here and we're gonna move so and so here. Mm. And nine times out of 10, they will say, thank you, I was thinking the same thing. Mm. And you just lead them to success and be open to whatever they have to say. Mm. And that's really hard. It's Mm. really, really hard. Mm -hmm. But it's not you anymore. Mm -hmm. And if you wanna scale, It's not about you. Right. Yeah.
0: What? So you mentioned it's really, really hard, but what mentality or what thought process helps you be open so you can uh, manage well? Uh,
1: The success of the clients um, and the team. I want, you know, it's very hard. I'm not one of those people or parents that... Um, you know, I want to be everybody's best friend. I hope that they like me, Yeah. but I hope that they respect me more. Mm. And so if I have to, you know, set a rule, set a boundary, um, I will for their own good. And Mm. I I say this saying all the time, (laughs) hate me now, love me later, Mm. because you're going to hate me because you're going to be like, oh my gosh, she's so tough. Mm -hmm. But at the end, I'm telling you, it's that kinda of like that aha moment. Give it a week, give it a day, you're gonna be like, Oh, I do love everyone know what she meant by that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's this this moment may be hard, but later you'll understand it. And
0: uh-huh. it's
1: I mean it's played true every time, pretty much. Uh-huh. Um and then just sometimes just not making it that God bless the the brain surgeons. Yes. This is not brain surgery. <laughs> so um Just going, okay, this is, we want to succeed, Mm -hmm. but we don't have to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so just being open. I love
0: that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as we wrap up, um, is there anyone that you really look up to or has really inspired you during your entrepreneurship journey?
1: Um, I, you know, I circle back to my husband every time because he's just that, um, space for me, whether I don't like what he says. Uh-huh. So I do circle back to him, but I would I would say um people that I looked up to are you know, gosh, I have so many. <laughs> um I would I would say when I was younger, it would be athletes. Uh-huh. Um I like that um the men kind of don't mix any words. Uh-huh. And they're very strong women are becoming uh-huh. see that we are yes. able to do that as well. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes we get a little slack for it, but uh-huh. I love it. But, you know, I, I loved sports. So uh-huh. just, you know, watching the athletes and understanding, like, I mean, I think Air is about to come out with the Air Jordan, you know, like uh-huh. the, that movie about to come out. But, like, understanding what they, they took this and they created,
0: uh-huh. you know,
1: all of these companies under one, you know, under uh-huh. one – Success, and then all these things branched out from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, no, not anyone specifically. Just, okay. just mm-hmm. the, those that I surround myself with. I yes. just have always had a vision to do something, and I just never knew what that was
0: <laughs> until now. Yeah, and
1: you know what's funny is I mm-hmm. had a coach. uh We were playing basketball, and we mm-hmm. all like had to sign this poster, mm-hmm. and I I signed like this really cool signature, and he's like. My goodness. And I was like, oh, it's because I'm gonna be famous one day.
0: Oh, I didn't I know what it was that. gonna be
1: for and I'm not famous. <laughs> not Maybe yet. Maybe one day. Not yet. But <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was gonna be, but I love that it's behind the scenes helping others mm-hmm. for sure. That's amazing.
0: Aww. Perfect. Well, how can everybody
1: connect with you? Yes,
0: so you can follow
1: um you can follow me personally at Audrey Dollins um, on Instagram, on Facebook on all the outlets. And then our company, um, AD media group, you can follow, um, that on Instagram. I think we spell it A D M E D I G R P, um, on Instagram and then on all the outlets, like LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it. We're all there.
0: Pinterest. Um, that's where you can find us. Yay! And anything else you want to leave the audience with? Any last thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um, just keep going. Um, I,
0: The system disruptors, innovators, creatives, and corporate misfits.